a relationship or a fitness journey and when it doesn't happen as we expected it to going into it we feel disappointment and then we feel frustrated and then we stop right like the motivation just is gone so i'm not saying lower your standards but i am saying lengthen your patience hi and welcome to the girl who can podcast i am so so happy you're here It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. I'm actually really excited to be recording today. I feel like, honestly, it is something that I kind of put off a little bit longer than I wanted to recording this episode, but we're here. We made it. I feel like I've been putting it off because I live in Texas, and it's been raining all week, and it is. we're in... August. So, I mean, I guess sometimes there's some showers and I'm not from Texas, so I'm kind of unfamiliar with the weather, but I don't know what it is. I know we're heading into fall and I love fall time. It's just like reminds me of just being cozy, but it started to rain and it's kind of gloomy and dark every hour, like afternoon. So I feel like I want to take a nap and it's just really putting me in a really like um, just kind of low energy type of mood. I don't know if it's the weather. I don't know if I need an energy drink or something, but I'm just feeling a little like low energy lately. And that's honestly what prompted me to come up with the title of this episode of things I do to help keep myself motivated because I feel like I have just kind of been in a funk lately and I really don't know what it is. Obviously, if you've listened to other episodes, you know that I moved out of my home state, California, and I'm living in a new state and just transitioning into new job, working from home. I don't know if it's like the lack of interaction between, you know, actually going to a physical office space and interacting with people. And so I'm home more, um, which I love. I love working from home. I love what I do. I'm a dietitian, but I don't know. Maybe it's the weather. I'm just trying to like figure out what it is. I've also just been having some really just unfortunate events happen. Uh, If you follow me on my personal Instagram at Aris Lujano, you saw this story, but I just got to share it with you, podcast world friends. So I was making lunch the other day and like I said, I work from home. So I usually go to the gym kind of midday during my lunchtime and I came home, took a shower, started cooking lunch and Mind you, I just took a shower, so I am just in a oversized t-shirt. I have chicken going in the oven, and my fiance 
we started a garden in the backyard. So I was like, you know, let me just be resourceful and pick some basil to put in this pasta salad that I'm making. Go outside, pick some basil, come back to continue cooking, and the back door is locked. It is like 102 degrees outside, and so now I'm starting to sweat. I don't know how I'm going to get in the house. Um, We just moved in, so we don't have a key outside. Basically, I'm locked out. Thank God I have my, I had my Apple watch on and I tried calling my fiance off the Apple watch, wasn't answering, called my dad, who's in another state. And I'm like, dad, I don't know what you can do for me right now. You're in a different state, but I am locked outside this house. I have chicken going in the oven. The house is going to burn down. I don't know what to do. Yeah, it was a mess. And I just had a t-shirt on, mind you, and slippers. So what did we end up doing? It, I just, I feel like I blocked out that whole entire, um, situation because it was so embarrassing. My dad ended up calling AAA to break into my car, get my little garage door opener so we could get in the house. I had to hop the fence in just my t-shirt. So I really hope our neighbors did not look at their security cameras because they got a show. And yeah, the AAA guy showed up and he's like, how's your day going? And I'm like, you know what? It could be better. (laughs) It was so embarrassing, you guys. Like, oh, but it's funny now looking back like i said i try to just black out that memory but just wanted to share that story no so you guys know that you know things just days things happen to me too and i'm not perfect but ever since that you know i just feel like there i've just been in this funk just unfortunate events you know things that are happening but a lot of times i I get asked the question of how do you stay motivated? How do you continue staying productive when you do feel like you're in a funk? How do you get yourself out of that funk? How do you continue putting one foot forward? And as a dietitian, I also work with clients who life just gets thrown at you, right? Like I think we can all relate to this, that life never slows down. There is always something that's going to be happening, whether it's at work, our personal life, Maybe it's a breakup. Maybe it's just bad news. There's never good timing. And I feel like we always kind of want to wait till things are perfect in order to do X, Y, and Z. And I've always been the type of person um, or from I've learned with a lot of interpersonal work that, you know, nothing is ever if we wait for things to be perfect, we're never going to do the thing. Um, And I don't rely on motivation really anymore. I really just rely on my why and what my foundations are. And so that's like I said, I kind of feel like I'm in a funk. So right now I'm not motivated to do a lot of things like obviously I show up and do my work. But I wasn't motivated, to be completely honest, to record this podcast episode. I love speaking to you guys and I love this space that, you know, we have created um, this podcast. But I am just like dragging my feet some days and I want you to know that's completely normal. And I go through those things too. So yeah, I just wanted to walk through a couple of things that I kind of point myself back to that have been really helpful hopefully can be helpful to you guys too. So the first thing, one of the things um, I do to keep myself motivated, and again, it's not about motivation. It really is about kind of your why and determination and really just feeling 
inspired and creative again at the end of the day. Like we have to kind of all feel this kind of spark to do the things that we do. And it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies. I'm not saying we all need to wake up with this burning passion to go to work or burning passion and fire inside of us. But remembering why we do the things that we do and the values that they're attached to, I think carries a lot of weight and can help us, um, you know, get back into that inspiration that we might be missing in some seasons. So first tip is a morning routine. And I know you guys might be like rolling my eye, rolling your eyes and be like, Arissa, we hear so many people say like, do a morning routine or invest in yourself in the morning. And, you know, we see influencers online um, of their reels or TikToks of get ready with me in the morning. And it looks so perfect. But some of you guys might have kids or it's back to school right now and you got to you have 10 minutes to get up and get yourself set before your kid starts <laughs> i don't know i don't have kids so but they start being rambunctious i don't know or whatever the situation might be but i encourage you just from my personal experience a morning routine is so 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 vital to how i show up for the rest of my day it is a opportunity for you to say yes to yourself first. It's a first decision you're making for the day. And if it's something for you, that's going to really change the the trajectory for the rest of your day. And I have seen this play out in my own life and really just work in my own personal development. And I've seen both ends of the spectrum and I know what it's like to feel just like burnt out at the end of the day. Maybe you feel like you're constantly giving, 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 whether it's to people at work or um, your family or friends or a relationship and you just kind of feel empty or you feel like you don't even know who you you are anymore. I'll just share a personal experience about like two, nah, maybe three years ago. Yeah, like three and a half years ago. Um, I was an indoor cycle instructor and I, so I'll just paint a picture for you. I was waking up at like 4.30 in the morning, driving to teach a indoor cycle class, showering, driving to work. I'm a dietitian, so I would be canceling um, and having sessions with people all day and then come home and then that would be kind of my me time. So if you think about that, I was putting myself last and you might be thinking like, what do you mean? You woke up and worked out. You taught a indoor cycle class. But if you think, if you guys have ever been to an indoor cycle class, for me, it's like therapy when I'm a rider or just think of a workout class. Like you are kind of feeding off of the energy of the workout instructor. And so I, the first thing I was doing in the morning, waking at 4.30, I was pouring out into other people. The first decision um, I was making was to give to other people, which is great. I think giving is great. But after a while, you know, doing that for over a year, it I was burnt out. Like I was putting myself last at the end of the day. And when you think about that, like that's a long day. And at the end of the day, I have nothing else. I have nothing left to give. So it is easy for me just to go out, go to Netflix, watch a movie or scroll on Instagram and because I have decision fatigue. Like I've been making decisions for other people all day or just giving, 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 and there's nothing left in my tank. There's nothing left in my cup to give to myself. And so I kind of got to this point where I was like, I don't even know. I'm 
what I'm doing. I'm not inspired in my work. I'm not inspired in my daily life. And yeah, so if that resonates with you, you know, a morning routine can be really vital. And so I got to that point um, where I just quit. I had I quit that indoor cycling experience. And there were other factors too of um, I was just driving a lot. But anyways, I was able to kind of flip the switch and say, okay, I'm going to use my mornings to fill up my cup first. So then I can go to work and give to other people or show up for my coworkers or employees, my patients um, that I'm counseling So then I'm able to do that in a better way. I'm able to show up not only for myself, but other people. And I think that's important. So I'll kind of paint the picture of what I currently do right now. Um, And it can change in different seasons, you know, like being flexible and trying different things. Like there are people saying like, you need to wake up at 530 in the morning and do a workout or meditate or prayer and journal and don't put yourself in a box of it needs to look a certain way because it most likely isn't like you got to find what works for you. And this could be two minutes. This could be 20 minutes. This could be an hour. So again, mine currently, I wake up, um, I obviously go to the bathroom, change out of whatever I'm wearing. And I immediately go on a outdoor walk And this has been really game-changing for me. I just really enjoy a slow morning and it depends, honestly. I'm not perfect. Sometimes I snooze uh, my alarm and I don't get to go on a longer walk and I try not to let myself feel guilty for it. Like if I can get 10 minutes in or I can get 30 minutes in, great. Whatever I'm able to do. Um, And sometimes I listen to a podcast. Sometimes I listen to nothing. And quite honestly, listening to nothing or not even taking my phone has been very helpful where I can just, it gives me an opportunity to just be in the fresh air and have some sun on my skin without doing my skincare routine first or putting on sunscreen, like just not having to worry about anything. And actually I've heard um, first thing in the morning, if you do get out in some sun, like five, even if it's five or 10 minutes, it helps reset your circadian rhythm. So I haven't even looked into that, like to see if studies, if it's true. So don't quote me, but I have just found it really helps wake up my body, set my day up for success. So I do that. Uh, let's just say 25 minutes, a walk immediately come home, depending on if I snoozed or not, but I'll come and do my quiet time, meaning I read the Bible, I have kind of a plan I'm working through, and that is an opportunity for me to listen to God. And sometimes I'll put on worship music and I'll journal on the reading. I usually just read a chapter, sometimes two, and I'll journal on what I read. Maybe a scripture stood out to me. And honestly, sometimes I feel like I don't get anything out of the reading and maybe I'm thinking about something else and I'm being completely honest and so I'll journal about that like hey god I feel distracted today or I feel anxious today um it's not obviously always like that sometimes I get some really profound mornings where I'm hearing from god and if I don't have I try and like to spend 30 minutes um doing that if again if I press news and I only got a shorter walk and Uh, I don't have enough time to be intentional about my quiet time. I'll put on one or two worship songs and just get into that worship um, for five to 10 minutes. And that has been very, very helpful. 
And this didn't always look like this. So again, just staying flexible to whatever season that you're in. Obviously, when I travel, it doesn't look like this. And I, again, I'm not perfect. Um, but to the best of my ability, that's kind of my framework and what's working for me right now. So morning routine, 10 out of 10, try it. Just trial and error, see what works. If it's two minutes and you get to write three things that you're grateful for that day, or it's five minutes and you put on a worship song, or I don't know, just I know some people that like love to draw and they draw in the morning. Yeah, so just find what works for you, but it has been really game-changing for me to make sure I'm staying inspired and and motivated. Um, so tip number two is saying I don't know more often. And I, so what I mean by this, I have trouble, this is like a personal thing, I have trouble sometimes asking for help. I just sometimes I, it's like a vulnerable thing. Like I don't want to be wrong. And sometimes I feel embarrassed or sometimes I feel embarrassed and it's just something that I'm working through and I'm identifying that I don't like asking for help. <laughs> so like I said, saying I don't know is a very vulnerable thing, but I'm, what I'm realizing is if you knew everything, what's the point in growing or being in a job like if you knew everything, you should really just be the next Elon Musk, right? Like, I mean, if you pretend to know what the other person is saying, like sometimes we just kind of nod our head. Like think about like when the doctor is talking to you and you're like, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. One, it's not honest. So when you are just pretending to know what the other person is saying or if it it really doesn't make sense to you um, and you say, yeah, you get it. It's not honest. And you're also creating more time for yourself. And that could lead to frustration because you might not enjoy the process of trying to figure it out. And that is just, again, personal experience, something that I've realized within myself. And when you say, I don't know, that means you want to know. And so Another thing here is it's another thing to say, I don't know, but another thing to take action on it. I'm not saying just say, I don't know, and leave it at that and move on. Don't try and figure it out, but act on the, I don't know, start to create solutions and be willing to get it wrong. This will allow you to be more self-sufficient and be an action taker at the end of the day. You know, I just transitioned into a new job and there are a lot of things that I don't know and this is where this kind of stemmed from where it's sometimes, yeah, it feels like vulnerable and kind of embarrassing sometimes for me to say, oh, I don't know that process or I'd have never done that before. And maybe I'm expected to, but you will be appreciated from what I have experienced now. You will be appreciated for saying, I don't know, and being willing to learn. And ultimately that helps you grow and keeps you honest. And when you are honest, you really, at the end of the day, remain authentic to who you are and don't develop a bad habit of continuing to maybe lie. And so that's tip number two, saying I don't know more often. Number three, do a creative project. Do a creative project like a dream board. This is actually something I am planning on doing this week because like I said, I feel like I'm in a little bit of a funk, like I don't feel inspired. And maybe it's because I'm in a new house. Uh, there isn't much in here, like there's really nothing on the walls. And this can do a lot with just your environment. I love the house that I'm in. We bought a beautiful home. Um, 
but yeah, there's really not much in here. And I'm currently sitting in my office and I'm literally looking at a blank white wall. So I got this point from actually yesterday when I was sitting here, kind of just reflecting on the fact that I don't feel um, inspired. And I looked up and I see this blank canvas right in front of me. I'm literally looking at it. And this is sometimes how we should view life. And so I'm going to I presented like, hey, let's do a creative project, you know, to myself. And I'm going to go on Canva. If you guys have never heard of Canva, Google it. It's the most amazing place to be creative. And maybe you're someone who's like, uh, Rissa, I'm not creative. I don't think I'm creative. I promise you, you can be, even if you feel like it's going to take you some extra time, but create a dream board, a vision board. And I'm going to do this on Canva and send it to, I don't know, FedEx, Kinko's. Do they still have Kinko's? I don't know. I feel like I'm not sure, but um, send it there and print it out and just paste it on my wall. And yes, it might not look like aesthetically pleasing to whatever else I have in here, but I just need to be inspired. Someone recently asked me like, what is your five-year goal? And quite honestly, I didn't know how to answer that. Obviously, there are so many different avenues that I can take that question in five-year goal in relation to my financial, professional, spiritual, personal, like there's so many different things. And so it was kind of like an overwhelming question that I haven't actually sat down and reflected on in a while. So I think this was a good opportunity for me to create a dream board, a vision board. And I encourage you to do the same and pick different categories. So I just listed some, but your dream board or vision board should really have whether you want different zones. Like, I don't, I don't know the math behind it, but have different aspects of your life represented on this dream board, vision board, personal, spiritual, physical, professional, financial. And again, be flexible with this. I've done a vision board um, or dream board in the past. And yeah, there are things on there that changed. You know, I don't desire to have those things anymore, or that just wasn't in God's plans for me. And it's okay. Just have fun with it. See, put on there the unrealistic ones, the ones that you feel like you can't achieve, put them on there. You know, God gave us an imagination for a reason, but no, again, be flexible with it because God's dreams are always bigger than yours and put it somewhere where you can see. So it gives you an opportunity to kind of change the environment you're in. Just as I mentioned, this office that I'm in is literally just white walls. Um, so it's, I need something to inspire me in this space. And this could be small too. Maybe it's just, maybe you're at work and you don't feel inspired in your environment. Maybe you have a cubicle create a vision board online on Canva uh, and put it as your backdrop on your computer or something. Put on the backdrop on your phone just so then you can constantly kind of be in an environment that is inspiring you. And if you do this, DM me on Instagram at the girl who can podcast or at Aris Lujano. I would love to see yours. Let's just chat about our dreams together. And so the next tip would be getting away from technology. You guys, I have just harped on this multiple times in previous episodes, but I'm going to say it to you again because it is so important. Just getting away from technology, I mean, taking a fast from it once a week, once a month. If you feel like you can't do that, that really should be an indication to do a heart check of what are you allowing to kind of control your life or is is it a addiction? I'll be completely honest, when 
it was really hard for me to give up social media once a week. And because it was hard, that was a sign that I was addicted to social media. And look at your screen time, honestly. Look at your screen time and see how much time you're spending on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, or whatever else is out there nowadays. Because if you are feeling unmotivated, uninspired, sometimes that can be because you are stuck in comparison and we're stuck in everybody else's highlight reel. We think that, um, why don't I have the body when I'm going to the gym three times a week, four times a week consistently, and she's posting these pictures and she looks like this. We don't know that person's journey. We're just comparing our life and our journey to that person's highlight reel. You don't know if she was in the same spot as you. Um, who knows, you know? And so just taking a break from social media. So if you're feeling those those moments of insecurity or anxiety or comparison, that is a clear indicator that we should really move away from the scrolling habit. And as I mentioned in the first tip about a morning routine and how I go on walks, you can go on a walk, you know, put on music or nothing. Leave your phone at home. Sometimes we just need to get out of our environment, go on a walk and look up, listen to the birds. Have you ever known, like sometimes even when we go on a walk, we're so captivated by a podcast or the music that we're listening to where we, which is fine, but just like take nothing with you and give it yourself an opportunity to just look around, see the people that are walking by, kind of romanticizing your life and going on your hot girl walk or whatever it might be without any music and just smiling at the people that walk by you and getting a coffee or getting lunch wherever you want to walk to. And it's these little moments that really allow you just to appreciate the present moment. And that has nothing to do with technology or do this with a friend, do this with a significant other and get back get away from talking with your thumbs and actually talk with your tongue and talk to somebody else. And so that is tip number four. Tip number five is checking your circle. We've all heard, you know, that saying of you're the product of the five people that you hang around with. Getting yourself into rooms with people that are maybe smarter than you or have more knowledge than you um, can seem intimidating, but putting, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room, right? Because sometimes when we're in this, we're the smartest person in the room, we can feel a little prideful and that's kind of our ceiling. And I, pride is obviously not something that we should feed. And so checking your circle of people that allow you to remain humble and maybe challenge you, or maybe because they challenge you, it you feel a little uncomfortable. Sometimes we like to stay in a safe circle where um, maybe it's surface level conversations, or maybe you guys constantly gossip, or you never talk about what your goals are. And so that can be kind of safe because we, it's just that it's just kind of surface level. We never really get to know who each other is. Um, or are. So yeah, just checking your circle. And maybe this means you got to weed out some friends. And maybe this means that you break away from some relationships, which can be, which can be hard. And I'm not discrediting that because sometimes it might be friends from high school where you were just kind of placed into this environment. I don't know what the circumstance might be, but 
just checking your circle, going going to your local church, getting into a small group, looking at different events maybe in your city. I currently live near Austin, so I'm a part of some different groups. I, did, I also did another um, episode, so you can scroll down, with Caitlin Nassar, and she suggested start... She herself created this group um, on an app called Geneva, and she it collaborates women in the city of Austin and it helps them just network and get together. So that was really helpful just to meet new girls in my city and actually be intentional about the friendships that I'm creating because yes, I have a wonderful relationship with my fiance and I love spending time with him, but I think surrounding yourself with good girlfriends who can point you higher and challenge you and really share the same values and goals are important. And it's okay to, it's kind of like dating, right? Like sometimes we might meet somebody and yeah, we kind of click, but, um, you know, I'm just at the point in my life where I want really intentional relationships. And so, yeah, it's okay to not meet up with somebody again, you know, <laughs> don't be desperate to just make everybody happy and be a people pleaser. It's not about the qual- quantity of friends that you have. It really is about the quantity. And I feel like I originally said in the beginning of this episode that there was going to be five tips. There's actually six tips. So bonus tip here, but letting go of your expectations. Um, as this relates to motivation. And I wanted to add this in here because sometimes we don't allow ourselves to experience a journey when we hold tight to our expectations. And so that prevents us from being motivated or determined to do anything because we're holding on so tight to um, what it's supposed to look like. So we kind of go into, let's just say, a goal of it needing to be black and white, the way it plays out, um, let's just say um, a relationship or a fitness journey. And when it doesn't happen as we expected it to going into it, we feel disappointment and then we feel frustrated and then we stop, right? Like the motivation just is gone. So I'm not saying lower your standards, but I am saying lengthen your patience and experience the journey. And when you're able to experience the journey, you're actually just being more intentional about it at the end of the day. And you're going to be as successful as you are intentional. So I know I've said this in multiple episodes, but again, so, so true. So I want to harp it into your guys's brain because it is, this is things that I think about too. And these are things that, that help me. And I constantly have to check myself of too. Like I said, I'm not perfect at this. Um, When I feel low or uninspired, I really might just be frustrated because I think something should be going a different way. Um, You know, I like to think think it like this. So think about you're going to the mountains. I'm from California. So shout out to Yosemite National Park. If anybody else has been there, beautiful place. But think about just when you're going in the, or you're in the mountains, sometimes there is a tunnel that you have to go through. And obviously when you go through a tunnel, you can't see anything. Obviously there's a light at the end of the tunnel because you can see that the tunnel is going to end. Sometimes that's how we navigate our goals or our journeys. And I think it's important to be, you know, focused, but sometimes we put just our head down so much to be so narrow-minded that we don't get to witness the beauty around us as if that tunnel wasn't there. Think about if that tunnel wasn't there, 
there are so much to see, like the mountains you would be able to see. And it's so beautiful. And there's, you can look up and actually experience. And at the end of the day, that is so much more freeing and beautiful because you're intentional with the process and you're able to look up and not down. Um, And you might learn new things about yourself. Think about if you were to experience the tunnel as if there was no kind of enclosed space, you would notice things around you that otherwise you wouldn't know that we're there. And this can lead to, like I said, letting letting go of your expectations, less stress, and just more freedom to experience life. And sometimes we think we're... So at the end of the day, just go for it. Let go of your expectations a little bit. And then and I'll repeat this again. It, I'm not saying lower your standards, but just lengthen your patience so then you can experience life. So those are six tips that I hope were helpful for you today to just kind of take a check or inventory on how to keep yourself motivated, creative, inspired. And these are all personal things that I myself walk through and I'm currently walking through because like I said, I'm a little bit in a funk, but you know, we're, we're getting through it and we're walking through it. And I know these tips um, have allowed me to kind of just already see a difference in the way that I'm feeling. But if this was helpful to you, please share it to a friend. It always, we always want to share the love around here. And if also you could help me out so much and leave a review over on Apple podcast, if you are listening there for some reason, Apple podcast just really helps the growth of the show. So I would appreciate it so, so much. A written review on Apple podcast If you have social media, obviously in this episode, I said move away from social media, but I'm all about following pages that are intentional and inspiring. We do have an Instagram page at the girl who can podcast. So give me a follow over there or my personal Instagram at Aris Lujano. Always love hearing from you guys, seeing where you're from, knowing what you're going through, giving me um, just some feedback on what you want to you want to hear from the show, maybe send me over a guest you would like to hear from. I love bringing guests on the show. But again, that's at the Girl Who Can podcast or my personal Instagram at Aris Lujano. We'll catch you over there. But that's all I got for you today, friends. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.